Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include things for LOs to complain about, my interview on hedging and trading with Steve Basilis as he digs deep into how automation helps deliver the best possible execution price and protects day one profit margins, and what to look forward to when the Federal Open Market Committee minutes come out this afternoon. Thanks to this week's podcast sponsor, Optimal Blue. Optimal Blue, a division of Black Knight, delivers technology and analytics solutions that help mortgage lenders and investors more accurately price, lock, hedge, and trade loans to increase profitability, mitigate risk, and grow their business. Grammar is important. What's the difference between a kleptomaniac and a literalist? A literalist takes things literally. A kleptomaniac takes things. Literally. How about rates ain't going down anytime soon? For mortgage loan originators and lenders, rates are only one piece of the ugly landscape, and we received this email. Quote, I have to take issue with your comments about LOs and higher rates. It's not just rates. It's the entire BS happening all at once. Rates I can handle, but what about inventory so there's no buyers? How about property values so high people can't buy? How about all the cash buyers and the investors buying up all the properties? End quote. There are a lot of stories about layoffs in our industry. No surprise given the increase in rates and the continuing decline in applications, down over 6% last week. As a reminder, those displaced can always post their resumes for free at lendernews.com and potential employers can view them for a nominal fee. So this week is all about the lender's ascent, five strategies to elevate your secondary marketing operation. Today, capital markets executives must balance competitiveness with profitability amidst escalating challenges. In this five-part series, the team from Black Knight's Optimal Blue will review strategies for achieving greater outcomes by leveraging all aspects of a secondary marketing platform. I want to welcome on the lead presenter for this week, Mark Tedderis, Vice President and Solutions Specialist for Optimal Blue, a division of Black Knight. Mark, talk to our listeners. What are we going to see today? Yeah, thanks, Robbie. So uh, in our prior two sessions this week, we established how the Optimal Blue PPE and vendor API ecosystem enable lenders to provide a competitive product and pricing option to, to their originators as well as out to consumers. So from a secondary marketing perspective, though, this is just the beginning. Now the complex task of protecting the day one profit margin you know, that's embedded in the pipeline of of loans, that really becomes paramount. So ultimately, you want to end up delivering the loans into the best possible execution price that's available to the particular lender on the secondary market. And that's what really drives profitability. So so today we're going to listen in as as Robbie conducts an interview with with Steve Basilis, our subject matter expert and capital markets uh, solutions specialist here at Optimal Blue. So Robbie, I'll kick it back to you. And I'm going to kick it over to Steve. Steve, what? Uh, let's start with this. What should the company that is hedging or looking to hedge expect from a hedging platform today? Yeah, and that, that, that's a good question, Robbie. You know, so much has, has changed over the years. And, you know, there's a couple of key things that, you know, I, I think uh, everyone should demand of their hedge provider in today's world. And, you know, it really comes down to three things, which is, you know, you have to have the ability, obviously, to hedge. Uh, in, in the position. I mean, that's clearly what a, a hedge system does. But 
beyond that, you know, you have to be able to trade loans. Uh, very important to be able to get that information uh, from uh, from the system and be able to get best execution uh, wherever you may be selling it. And also at the end of the day, you have to be able to report. Um, all this is, is, is good, but being able to provide transparent reporting uh, to folks that maybe aren't capital markets experts is, is certainly uh, very critical. The other things are you can't have a closed system. The way tech stacks are today, you know, you, you need to be able to have the systems uh, working with your LOS, with your product and pricing engine. Uh, so having a standalone entity uh, that doesn't work with uh, the rest of your tech stack is is, is just, just not what you should expect today. The other thing is it must be live. Uh, you need to have live reports. You need to have live data coming in. You need to have live mark to market. You know, the days of having, you know, a couple of reports sent uh, a few times a day are just uh, long, long, long gone. Uh, markets are far too volatile to allow for that to occur. Uh, and last but not least, uh, you must have first-class client support. Um, the systems uh, are very well constructed today. Um, however, um, when you have the need to reach out to customer support, uh, you want to feel and know that you're not uh, getting voicemail. Uh, you know, the market's trade throughout the day, obviously a very, very um, volatile situation. And if you're looking for customer support and you get voicemail, uh, that's obviously not a good thing. You want to be able to have uh, folks that uh, could pick up the phone uh, and help you uh, immediately when you need the assistance. And as a quick follow-up to that, in addition to it being an open system, is it paramount in today's uh, secondary market to, to have this be I guess one place to find your your product and price to lock to hedge and trade and to to manipulate the data is is that uh, almost a requisite now? Yeah, um, you know it, it's really important to be able to make sure you're getting uh, that configuration that you have on your investor mix that is supported in a product and pricing engine such as the Optum Blue PPE and be able to have that information fully integrated and updated within your hedge position is certainly something that everyone benefits from. Um, you know, it's, it's certainly a key thing is having that data uh, in a closed environment because anytime you do have a connection uh, in the outside world, if you will, uh, there's always that possibility of data not properly flowing through. So yeah, I do find that to be incredibly important. I think one of the biggest concerns for lenders here in 2022, uh, well, it's twofold. It's, it's volume reduction and margin compression. Uh, and and people have been dealing with that as of late. With volume expected to remain below 2021 levels, what type of question should be asked of you know one's hedging platform that puts the user in the best position to achieve optimal performance? Yeah, and, and that's something that everybody should be thinking about. I and mean, obviously, the last few years have been great years. Um, you know, and a lot of the uh, inadequacies, if you will, with the uh, possible hedge providers have been. Uh, camouflage, if you will, by the higher volume. But in today's world, you need to extract as much profitability out of every single loan. Uh, and uh, one of the ways to do that is you got to sit back and you got to ask questions of your hedge provider. You know, for example, how are they sourcing their mark to market? Um, again, you know, having a full integration with the product and pricing engine uh, is very important. Uh, but the mark to market is not just an important counting function, you know, being able to provide a you know, your, your accountant department with accurate uh, pipeline mark to market, but it's also has a huge impact on your pull through, your duration calibration, and ultimately your hedge performance. Uh, it's very 
um, you know, if you're if you're not getting that right mark to marketing, then really, how are you actually judging the hedge performance? And is the hedge performance being overstated or understated? You know, but all these things are, are very, very important. Uh, another question that you should ask is, you know, is my hedge provider consistently monitoring my pull through configurations? You know, this is uh, certainly very important nowadays as we see the market, uh, you know, the interest rate environment changing in front of our eyes is, do I have somebody, you know, looking out for my position and, and making sure that the configurations that I have set up, um, are they actually materializing in my in my current pipeline? And being able to have somebody that's looking at that and regularly monitoring that is incredibly important. Also, how is my hedge provider accounting for the different prepayment speeds that impact loans that are less than two hundred and fifty thousand? In other words, those low low balance where speeds are slower, you know, as well as the high low uh, the high uh, loan balance ones, you know, uh, where speeds could actually be uh, uh, be be uh, be faster on those. Uh, and lastly, uh, is my hedge provider. Uh, looking at all executions when I'm selling loans to my investor base or whether it be to the aggregators, you know, um, you know, certainly taking into account uh, things other than bulk bids. If you just sell them to aggregators, looking at all the executions that are available to the seller. So we touched on this slightly in a previous question, but uh, I want to talk about in a, about your tech stack playing nicely with itself and with the different products that exist in it. How important is a seamless integration with your PPE and LOS as a catalyst to this quest of achieving optimal performance? Yeah, you know, one of the things, you know, we have the great benefit of talking to so many customers. And one of the things I always talk about is, you know, it doesn't matter what hedging platform you're on. Of course, you know, we 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 would we feel there's great advantages to being on, you know, our optimal blue or compass point hedging systems. But that being said, you know, you need to have clean data. If you don't have clean data, it doesn't matter what hedging platform you're on, your your hedge your hedge uh, platform is going to be compromised. So being very assured of having that clean data uh, so that your hedging system can work to its optimum level is is obviously key. The other thing is, you know, you want to be able to recognize those locks as soon as they come in, right? I mean, people are opportunistic out there, Robbie. I'm sure you know that, right? And you know, loan officers, you know, they, uh, you know. With a with a moving rate environment, they may hit the lock desk with a bunch of locks when rates are are going down, and you know to make sure those borrowers get those those rates that they've been trying to sell. Well, you know if you're on a lock desk, you want to be able to recognize those locks right away in your hedge position. You don't want to have to wait 15 minutes, a half hour, an hour, or even longer. Uh, that could really erode into your day one margin. Uh, the other thing is the ability to get updated data on your lock pipeline. You know, this is all part of that LOS integration. Loans move through the pipeline. You certainly need to make sure uh, that that's recognized in your head's position as they change, you know, with the weighted average pull-through numbers. You know, it's also if loans get suspended, canceled, or if they change the rate, the price, the product, all these things have to flow through into your hedging system. Uh, and last but not least is once you're done selling those loans, you know, getting those uh, that commitment data back into your LOS. I mean, nobody likes to do these manual tasks on a regular basis, right? Of just pumping in, you know, commitment data information. So being able to have an integration where all that flows seamlessly into your LOS not only frees up valuable time for your staff so they could work on uh, more important things, but also obviously eliminates those those data input errors as well. And one bonus question for you here. 
We've seen a huge sell-off in the bond market over the last couple of weeks, and, and there's a lot of volatility, I guess the likes of which we haven't seen since the, the start of the pandemic. Can you talk about protecting day one profit margin, how, how important that is and, and ways that you're seeing clients uh, go about that? Yeah, Robbie, and, and you're right. You know, whenever, you know, I always used to say this is when secondary people, you know, and, and for that matter, hedge provider, this, this is what you pay for, you know, being very responsive to the market, right? Um, you have to live your position. And what I mean by that is you really have to be uh, in tune with the market moves. You have to be in tune with any uh, sort of price changes that you need to make in your product and pricing engine, whether it's configured or whether you're being responsive, you know, looking and making sure that locks are, uh, are, are accurate in your hedge position. Uh, going out to your sales force and regularly making sure, you know, uh, that they extend locks or that they cancel locks that are uh, that that may have been locked that are are in the position that may not be closing. You know, we we have some good tools around that uh, on our hedging system as well, where we're able to identify loans that are not actually uh, looking as if they may close. So, you know, being able to really trim the fat, if you will, on your hedge position so that you're not hedging more loans than you should be, which ultimately does translate into, you know, higher hedge costs and being able to, again, identify those, those loans, put a lower risk weighted pull through on it uh, certainly adds to uh, peak performance. Well said. Mark, anything from you before we close today? Yeah, I think Steve really, uh, really nailed it on in, in terms of, you know, all of these different topics. I mean, he truly is an expert and I think really a, a great representative for Optimal Blue with the, you know, the capital markets background that he's got. And that's the kind of expertise that we rely on to really take care of our uh, our Optimal Blue hedge advisory clients. And and so just wanted to, you know, kind of give a, give a kudos to Steve. It's, it's good stuff and we appreciate having him as part of a great team. So uh, I think that's all I've, uh, all I've got for them for today. Definitely. And I, I agree wholeheartedly. So thank you both for making the time and uh, hopefully I'll see you out at a conference soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Robbie. Take care. Thanks, Robbie. There's no doubt about it. Mortgage rates are on the rise. Global inflation worries and rate hike concerns have aided recent selling interest, and comments from Fed Governor Brainerd yesterday didn't help. She said in a speech that she expects the Fed's $9 trillion balance sheet to shrink considerably more rapidly than in the previous recovery, starting as early as the May meeting. That view triggered a small taper tantrum that sent Treasury yields higher across the curve and raised the market's angst level ahead of today's release of the FOMC minutes for the March meeting. She called reducing inflation pressures paramount, but didn't signal where she stands on a possible 50 basis point increase in May. This comes as she awaits Senate confirmation to become the central bank's vice chair. Today's economic calendar includes the week's potential highlight, consisting of the minutes from the March 15th and 16th FOMC meeting, where the Fed hiked rates 25 basis points with promises of more hikes to come. Yesterday's comments from Fed Governor Brainerd may have removed a bit of the potential downside surprise in regard to balance sheet reduction, which may be announced as soon as the next FOMC meeting in May. Ahead of the Fed, the MBS market digested the latest mortgage applications from MBA, which decreased 6.3% from one week earlier, including refinance applications registering 62% lower than the same week one year ago. Beside the FOMC minutes, Philadelphia Fed President Harker will speak on the economic outlook this morning. 
the desk will purchase up to $1.15 billion of mortgage-backed securities over two operations, one in 15-year 2% through 3%, and one in Gini 2 3% through 4%. March agency prepayments will also be released after the close, with Class A net out on Friday. Thanks again to this week's podcast sponsor, Optimal Blue, a division of Black Knight. Optimal Blue delivers technology and analytics solutions that help mortgage lenders and investors more accurately price, lock, hedge, and trade loans to increase profitability, mitigate risk, and grow their business. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.